For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds, but we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, it is. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports talk show. I'm down here in smoking hot South Florida, although not as crazy as it has been. It's quite comfortable now. It's a little like uh, Canada. We've gone past Labor Day weekend and the weather turns. That's football. That nip in the air and hockey is right around the corner. And, of course, fall baseball. There are those that say this is the best time of year. I don't know if Darren Moose Dupont is one of those. Let's bring him in. Um, Darren Moose Dupont is in Piranha. Uh, I believe you are one of those people that thinks this is the best time of year in sports. Am I right in that? Yeah, you are. I mean, I need hockey to start because it, it can never be the best time of the year, <clears throat> excuse me, without hockey. But it is. And speaking of the weather changing, it gets in the 30s here too. But I just got a, somebody on social media showed me a, you know, a screen grab of the weather network. They said four degrees in Saskatoon today, plus four. Can somebody confirm that? Because no thanks, I'm good. Not yet. Well, that is the, uh, this is the time of year uh, in it Canada is. where you got to wear sweatpants and a hoodie in the morning and <laughs> take it all off in the afternoon. It's a pain. Um, here we're just sweating it out all the time. But hey, so a couple things I want to get to. Big ups to Bubba O'Neill for joining us in hour one, hour one from CHCH Television Hamilton. And also uh, the Ticats Audio Network later on this hour. Corey Herman's going to join us. Speaking of hockey, now's a great talk with the coach and general manager of the El Paso Rhinos. And that is, Clark, the North American Hockey League. Is it not? It's got to be. North American Hockey League? Yeah. And he's from Duval, Saskatchewan. I know you never heard about it. We'll talk to Corey about that. But he runs a junior program down in El Paso, Texas, which is almost as far as south as you can get. In the United States. I'm further south than him, but hockey guys down here. It's a lot of CFL fans have tuned in today. We're in the teeth of that season, of course. Uh, the breaking news coming out of the weekend was that Pete Robertson, after Rough Riders defensive lineman, suspended one game for his headbutt on Winnipeg Blue Bombers quarterback Zach Caleros in Sunday's Labor Day Classic 59. Regina, so he won't play this Saturday in the Banjo Bowl. So we'll get to that. Coming out of the weekend, BC won at Montreal. BC was a victor. Sask won, as we mentioned. And then on Labor Day, Monday, the Toronto Argonauts and Calgary Stampede. Calgary more entertaining and heart-stopping fashion, scoring 22 points in the fourth quarter. But I want to welcome fans of all here as we broadcast live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, podcast and the key radio in atlanta i don't know how you feel there's a lot of things i want to get to i want to talk about the swamp kings 
series on Netflix. Finished that over the weekend. We'll get to that. And NFL week one. I mean, it is kind of overwhelming. I went to bed last night. I told you this this morning on the phone. A little worried about what are we going to talk about? Not that we don't have enough to talk about. But will we, what we talk about, will it be interesting? And that won't be a problem, I don't think, Darren. But the Dolphins open at the Chargers. That's where I'm at, Miami. The Dallas Cowboys were at the New York Giants Sunday night, primetime game. And I got money. Actually, no, not money. I got a chicken sandwich on the Cowboys winning at New York with my guy, Chris Sanford. Okay, so that's happening. The Atlanta Falcons, shout out Peach City. They got the Carolina Panthers in there in week one. That should be a dub. I would think that's a dub, Clark, for your Falcons against Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. What are the Titans got, Moose? They're in New Orleans. They've got the Saints. Ooh. How do you feel about that game. one? You know what? I, we don't know enough about the Saints. I think they're a team that's no. underrated. They're not getting talked enough about. Um, you know, famous Jameis. Is he going to you know, be able to get that team rolling? Is he going to be the guy? Um, it's interesting. I like Tennessee right now. I like their offense. We haven't really seen it in the preseason. When they brought Tannehill in, all they let him do is hand the ball off three times. Um, we haven't seen DeAndre Hopkins. We haven't seen Derrick Henry. The defense is good. So I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm feeling cautiously optimistic about the Titans. I will get to as many comments as I can from the viewers and the audience because I said that I would. The EMJ Marketing text line is open, 902-518-3033. EMJ Marketing will provide the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe today at EMJ Marketing. Com. He represents me, Jim Barker, Mike Vanderjack, Stu Grimson, Paul Lapalise. So you could put us all together. Wouldn't that be a trick, as my mom would say? Or just one of us? Although I'm not available in Canada till next spring. But uh, just putting that out there, I do want to mention this. So there's all the topics on the table. But, Darren, there's a way... To not get overwhelmed by anything, and that is turn off the television and turn off your phone. It's amazing what it does for you. You know what I mean? I, yeah, so I came out of the weekend I having, I was fairly chill. Like uh, my sponsor, Bob, what you do all weekend? I said, two football games on the beach. Serena said, hey, feel free to turn the television on, Sports Center. And I'm like, yeah, think I'm good. Because you tend, you just get brain overload, overwhelmed. And what I like about when I'm home, home, we sit and watch Netflix. And one of those things was the Swamp Kings chronicling the mid-2000s era Florida Gators. I think I'd watched the first two episodes of it before Friday. We finished it over the weekend. You've, have you watched all four episodes of Swamp Kings chronicling Urban Meyer, Tim T Tebow, Florida Gators? Well, I just, I would love to hear the, here I am asking for people's opinion. Yeah, because on the weekend, I don't listen to people's opinion. Monday to Friday, I have to because that's my job. And I saw people writing in here complaining about Urban Meyer. He should never be around kids again. He should never coach kids again. He's too this. He's too that. I'm watching this going, what do you mean? So they work out military. So what? It's not, if you don't want to be part of it, you can leave. There's the door. That's what I don't think people understand. Show up on time before time if possible and give your best it's all we ask here and people act like he's a jerk i it's most winning programs are that way darren and i've been in the business 35 years i've seen it from the inside that's why sometimes with these documentaries i kind of don't understand what the hype is because i have lived it but i forget that i'm lucky not everybody gets to live that way what was your take on it yeah, I mean, that's an issue. We, we call it entitlement. And there are certain things in life where, you know, you can be entitled. I get that. There's, there's certain things. But, but something like playing university football in the NCAA is not one of them. I mean, that's a privilege. You can make it or you not make it. And every coach is different. When you're hired to be the coach, you get to determine how your program is being run. And if you don't like it, there's other programs that coaches that run things differently that are just as successful running programs that are more friendly mm. to the players and, and less work. But there's also tough ones. So you can find, there's different places for different people. But anyways, um, enough going too far down that tangent. I liked it. 
I thought it made us like Urban Meyer more, even though some people said, you know, he should never be allowed to coach. I thought he had the opportunity to explain what was going on. I thought we saw a lot of self-awareness from Urban Meyer when he was sitting there in his home or in his cottage. I thought there was a lot of self-awareness being like, I didn't know any other way. I wish I had done differently. Um, You know, this is, I only knew one way to go. We needed to get rid of some players. So I wanted to figure out who wasn't mentally strong enough, who wasn't going to commit. So we, we, we did that to get rid of players, you know, and find out really quickly who's there and who's not. So I thought there was a lot of self-awareness. He didn't know any other way. And look, the teams were successful. Ultimately, it didn't last. But that's the way things go with coaches like that. Wonderful analysis. And uh, that's what I want to point out here. Like I, and we'll we'll get back to, uh, you know, coming out of the weekend and looking ahead the games too. But this is life stuff that I really enjoy talking about and that's what i enjoyed too maybe the lady that wrote in leanne and said urban meyer should never be allowed to coach again maybe i'm just taking that too much to heart because the guy's a winner but as you said i think it was the fourth episode he's like i couldn't sleep i'm popping ambient and i'm drinking beer and i'm sweating and i can't that's not normal okay this is the one thing i want people to know before we get back on track that kind of stuff is not normal. I've lived in that life. I was drinking too much to handle stress, all that stuff. That's not normal. Urban Meyer thought it was normal because it was his whole life, right? So yeah. that's what I'm helping out people in sports at all levels. NFL, NCAA, NHL, we deal with this stuff, right? So I think I told you a troll wrote into our website on the weekend. He was like, I bet it really killed you not to be at the Labor Day Classic and not to be able to call that. And I'm like, Are you not watching that I'm living my dream life? Are you, you don't get that? Wow. So I guess that's my point is being able to have the door open to this whole other big world out there is really awesome for me, but I guess it's not for everybody. But helping people like Urban Meyer, that's what I like doing now. And being able to work in all the leagues. So back to this. Look, did you watch... Scale of 1 to 100, what percentage of Labor Day games in the Canadian Football League did you watch? Because I watched probably as much college as I did CFL. And that was I watched a lot of CFL, probably 80% of the games. How much did you watch? Yeah, it was probably about 70 75% of the games I watched. Um, not every game start to finish, but I caught a little bit of each one. Overall, about seven, 60 70% of, of all the games, yeah. Right. Well, enough, right? Yes. Um, Tank writes in from the Energy City just to bring in the audience comments. Tank in the Energy City says Swamp Kings wasn't the untold series best work. They missed a lot of big issues on that team that a lot of people wanted to see. Have a good one, Roddy. What a classic! (laughs) Which was my call (laughs) after one of the Labor Day classics. I can't remember which one. Well, you can't put it in them all. Um... I said that the, the we all want to see is decade of decadence chronicling the 2004, sorry, 2005 to 2004 Saskatchewan Rough Riders, four great cup appearances, two national championships. I was the radio broadcaster. Uh, and then the fall since they haven't been anywhere close to a great cup since that would be a good series, but I can't do the thinking for everybody. So some kid and his camera, you want to go out and do it? I'll do an interview for you. Um, John in Edmonton says sports radio is back in Edmonton with sports 1440 on AM radio. Thank you for the update, John in Edmonton. John Ohm Ohm writes that he says it was great to golf Deer Valley on the weekend and have Saskatchewan-style pizza and witness the first Labor Day weekend game overtime. Good times. Is that, was that true? Was the first ever Labor Day classic to go into overtime? Sounds about right to me. Can I say this? Because we do have a lot of audience in Winnipeg and Saskatchewan watching right now. I'm saying, look, I got fan bases of both sides enraged, which is fine because it's what I want. I'm not cheering for either team. I don't care who wins. Anybody in the CFL, I really don't care. I was happy for Calgary that they won because they needed it. I'd have been just as happy for Edmonton. But Winnipeg didn't play a good game. Can we concede that? Basically, the guy's writing in from Martinsville saying, can you give us credit that we played great? 
You did play great. You kicked their butts. That's a fact. They did kick their butts. It shouldn't have gone to overtime. But Winnipeg didn't play great. They'll tell you that. It, it can still be both, can it not? One team played great, but one played bad. Yeah. So that's how you end up with a winner and a loser. Sorry. Sorry to say. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. I mean, just because Winnipeg played poorly, you know, you're not trying to take anything away from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the way they played the game. They still made enough plays to win and, and look pretty good. But Winnipeg wasn't the same Winnipeg. And even if they were, you know, it's still going to be a good game. Saskatchewan played pretty good. Um, but if they're going to beat Winnipeg at their best, they need to be even better as well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Saturday. I think we will all concede that Winnipeg will win the Banjo Bowl because that is history is the best teacher. History is the best predictor of the future, right? Sask pretty much always wins on Labor Day weekend and Winnipeg generally always wins the following weekend. Steven from North Dakota writes in. He says, go CFL go as a reformed Ryder fan. He was a Ryder fan. He's not anymore. Just to clarify for everybody, Craig, our director of scouting, writes in. Craig Smith, he says, I saw 100% of the CFL games, and boy, I saw a ton of college games. Well, that's what you do, Smitty. You're our director of scouting. That's your job. Um, we're going to have to break here right now, but this upcoming weekend, it's, because of Prime, we got to spend a little more on this. Deion Sanders, we all know that Colorado's playing Nebraska this weekend. If it wasn't for Deion Sanders, we wouldn't know who Colorado was playing because we wouldn't care. We need to delve into this a little bit more, the flamboyant personalities of people because so many of the leagues are trying to suppress them. I've got people writing me about the WHL training camps and preseason games. I'm like, I don't care anymore. There's no personality. They've killed it. They've killed it. Greg Drennan's not even blogging about it anymore. I don't care. Where's the color? It's dead. They got prime time coming along, and now I care. College football, right? And the NFL personalities this way. You kill them all, there's going to be nothing left. Now you got one guy, and he really stands out. Prime time. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back live on the old RP show on a Tuesday. Coming at you from South Florida, as you can see. Got some interesting uh, messages have come in from the audience, which we'll get to. I'm here. Darren Moose DuPont is in Toronto. Um, I will say we switched things up a little bit. Darren can now vouch that this is not a green screen behind me. That is indeed my neighbor's yard. And it's beautiful over there. Moose Richard writes in and says, uh, can confirm minus two in normal four this morning. See us, everybody. As Serena would say, Serena, nope. Uh, from yeah. the, no. yeah, from the audience, and we got a lot of messages have come in here. It is the teeth of the Canadian Football League season. Now's the, if you're going to talk about it, now's the time. 
NFL doesn't kick off until Thursday with the one game and then the rest on Sunday, then Monday Night Football. Uh, NHL 20 days away before the Florida Panthers play Nashville in a doubleheader at FLA Live Arena. And I would like to broadcast the show from there that day. I got to get on that. But from the audience, regarding Swamp Kings, Leanne writes in to clarify her comments. She says, I was typing quickly last time. I meant Urban Meyer should not be allowed to coach in the NFL again after his antics, not going back with the team, going for a lap dance, etc. She says, I now love Tim Tebow. Well, I always loved Tim Tebow. I'll say this, and thank you for clarifying, Leanne. Craig Smith has said this, director of scouting, uh, Urban Meyer's college tactics wouldn't work in the pros, and that's fair. They'll tell him to go jump in the lake. Uh, It's a different animal, obviously, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some guys can coach junior, can't coach pro. Some guys can coach both with success. Um, So, yeah, Urban Meyer crashed and burned in the NFL. He ain't going back. And I will get back to that stuff. <laughs> Allie in Texarkana, she says, that's a big nope from this Texas girl. That's not even, did, what did he say? It was minus two today, below freezing? That's, yeah. just, that's just silly, silly talk. But I'll say this about Tim Tebow. Uh, you got to make your personal opinions. We were watching the show, and I shouldn't speak for Serena. She can speak for herself. But she's like, there's just something about that Tebow that I just don't, really like and i'm like well i did meet him in new york i have photos of it and at number one he ain't six three because i'm six three and i was bigger than him i have the photo of it i'm i feel like at least an inch taller than tim tebow we're put together in slightly different ways let me just put that out there but i have no reason to not like tim tebow i don't think there's anything under the surface with tim tebow that he's hiding you can't live that public of a life and never screw up and, and be hiding something. I don't think he is. Do you? No, I don't think he is, too. You saw it in the Swamp Kings documentary. Like, he didn't party with his teammates, you know? He, he's as true to the Tim Tebow that we get across the screen, I think, as you can imagine. Now, I can't really say that knowing him personally or spending any time with him, but... You know, I, I believe you, you just can't. Like, he, he is pretty authentically who you think he is. I think he is. Uh, I can tell you this. He did. He could not have cared less that I worked in the Canadian Football League for a generation. He could not have cared less. But that's fine. I don't hold it against. Um, from Jeff, I don't know I've told you that before, but Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes, and he's had a lot of comments today. We haven't read a lot of them. I'll read this one. He says, I must leave in a few minutes and likely will miss tomorrow's show, but I'll leave Ryder fans with this. In the Bible, it preaches an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Well, I got to point this out. Nobody got hurt. It, it kind of with the headbutt from Pete Robertson. I think, does that matter in handing out a suspension? I don't know. I'm the wrong guy to ask about betting. I'm the wrong guy to ask about discipline in sports. Like when the NHL hands out a suspension, I, how do you, where did you come up with that? You obviously spun a wheel or you threw a dart, which is fine. I met, does George Paris still hand out the suspensions in the NHL? Because I sat with him in the Stanley Cup final, by the way. Should have taken a, t- a selfie with him, but I was so in awe. I, I'm just getting used to this being around these guys all the time. It's a dream for me. And Serena said many times after that Stanley Cup final, when she was up in the press box, she's like, I get it now. Just being around it is what we want. I'm like, yes. <laughs> you know? Uh, so next time I'll ask George Paris, how do you come up with this stuff? And, but having said that, I'm not... The guy arguing with Randy Ambrose or Darren Hackwood of the CFL head office or whoever hands comes up with these things. I don't have a problem that he got a one-game suspension. If he hadn't been suspended, I wouldn't have had a problem with that either. Probably a fine. But as I say, that stuff used to go on all the time. Andrew Harrison, Winnipeg, a couple years ago, ripped a rider's helmet off, for God's sakes. Didn't even get a flag. You see what I'm saying? Like, Richard Dirksen once sat me down the top disciplinarian in the Western Hockey League, and he just said, Rod, I was bitching about something they did or didn't do. You know me. Yeah, 
Yeah. And he goes, Rod, I could show 10 guys one clip, the same clip. I could show 10 guys the same clip, and they would take it 10 different ways. And I never forgot that. You see what he's saying, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts before I yeah, continue? No, it, it's, you do. You see it many different ways. The fact that you wouldn't have been upset if he had got a, or hadn't got a suspension, or if he did, you thought it was a fine, but you can see how it could go one way or the other. So really, you can't be that upset about it. But you're right. Everybody sees it differently, and everybody has a different reason for why they're why they're doing certain things or why they give certain punishments like this. Like like we talked about earlier. Like you got to protect the quarterback's head. Um, it wasn't handled on the field, as in he wasn't ejected from the game. So you look at supplemental discipline. But also they're playing each other right away. So you're just preventing a further incident. You know, whether if they'd have been playing Ottawa, would they have suspended him? I don't know. Because would it have caused as much of a problem if they had just fined him instead of suspended him? Probably not, right? Because they're playing Ottawa. Nobody on Ottawa cares about the headbutt. No, well, it's not, it's not cut and dried black and white stuff. That's right. And I think you've explained that very well today, far better than I could. But again, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that world. That's why I need to be sat down by people. But the nice thing is I generally get it after they do sit me down. Yeah. We just go offline here on uh, YouTube. It's a, it's a me problem, not a you to be. Internet's not my thing today. Because, you know, you didn't know me. But it's on another. Uh, oh. It keeps flipping back and forth between Wi-Fi networks. It's causing a problem here. Troy in Toronto writes in before I go blank. He says, I'll be watching if Colorado Buffaloes can take down more top teams. I find it fascinating how a team can turn it around in one year through transfers and a hype-driven coach to succeed. Thank you for pulling us back on Toronto. Because you see, we put the nail of our show, Deion Sanders today. I, again, Mike Wilner. Thank you, Mike. Me bitching about George Springer getting $25 million a year. Not your money, Rod. Good point. I stopped worrying about it. Why do I care about the transfer portal? Doesn't affect me. Enjoy the football. Go Buffalo. Incidentally, I believe, is Richie Hall's uh, alma mater. Um, I guess overall, it kind of depends how you look at it, the transfer portal and college football, right? Just enjoy the ball. That's really all I should do. You? Just enjoy the ball. But you're right about the hype. Like, I have become a Michigan fan since we decided on this show. And you're Alabama. And, I, and I've dug into Michigan. I'm, a, I'm actually a fan now. I actually like the team. I follow them. And I was excited for the start of the season until I realized that Prime was playing against TCU, who had gone to the national championship beating Michigan, by the way. So I watched that game instead of watching Michigan. Like, that's how much the hype and everything can get a hold of you and change the games. It can make you not watch your own team because I want to see what's going on. And I was compelled from start to finish in that game, Colorado and TCU. And now I'll be watching the Nebraska game next weekend, and I can't wait. So storylines, things like that. That's why we're going to watch Texas-Alabama this weekend. Steve Sarkeesian against Nick Saban. They almost beat him last year. And now they come back a year older. They're, they were unranked last year. Now they're 11. There's so much more intrigue. So storylines, intrigue, personality. That's why we watch. It ain't freaking boring. No. It's not. You know, and that's why, you know, that's why I don't have it. Listen, I was 20 years with a 20 years with the Regina Pats. You're locked down to one team, and that was awesome. But now, I'm not getting locked down to one. Like I, you know, I saw Bob O'Neill come on here with his tie Cats jacket yesterday. I see uh, Ed Tate wearing his bombers head to toe. Rob Vance, like, I've been there, done that. I don't need to wear the team stuff. I don't. Who was writing in here? It's cool that they do. But I don't. I want to sample everything, and if I want to cheer for one team one week and the next the next, I'm going to do that. Where's the guy, Scott M., writes? He says, love the shirt, Rod. Great swagger. Yeah, we're not, don't have an endorsement deal with them. It's not team apparel. I don't care. But I look at FAU. If you want to look at it, the other, I'm kind of getting between attitudes. 
One yeah. very close friend of mine who's a coach of states said to me on the weekend, you might have read it in my column, he's like, it's too volatile in football. You're going somewhere else every year as a coach. Players are doing the same thing. He's got a fan like where I'm at. Because my phone's ringing all the time with offers. I say, no thanks, stop calling because it's too volatile. But that's for them. What do we care? So here at FAU, Tom Herman. I was reading Serena the story about why he came to FAU because he'd been out of football a couple of years after Texas. Head coach of the Owls here. And he's like, he's, I can't live in the real world. Which incidentally is a lot like me. I didn't really tell you this. I went to the FAU game, accredited as the photographer. I'm looking around at all the media, and it's largely, pay attention to this, Smitty, our director of scouting, it's largely kids. For the most part, kids. I'm like, are you out of high school? I'm not only old enough to be your dad, I'm fast getting towards being old enough to be your grandfather. You know? And while it's awesome that they're doing it, I'm like, well, as one guy said to me here, he's like, Show them how it's done, Rod. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be me. Yeah. Right? Take the photos, cover this team. But you got to, you know, they, they got to learn from somebody. So my point now, I'm kind of migrating away. Alabama will always be my team because they have been since the 90s. But I'm kind of pulling for the owls a little bit. And as you said, oh, Ted and Red Deer writes in and says, love the awesome background, RP. Thank you. It's live. Uh, it's live. So I should never have paid attention to that. <laughs> Got me off track here. Uh, but as you said, this is the eye of the hurricane, aside from Texas, Alabama this week, which is awesome. Yeah. FAU Ohio is a big one for Canadian fans. You want to explain yes. why? Yeah, Curtis Rourke, who we haven't seen play more than just a little bit in the opener before he got hurt, um, is a really juicy storyline and a potential top pick in the Canadian Football League draft. And it's captivated a lot of people. Will he go number one? Will he be selected in the first round? Is he just going to go to the NFL because of what Nathan's done? So that's going to be fun to watch. You know, we're following Ohio and the Bobcats to see how they do and see how Curtis Rourke does. And hopefully he plays this weekend. And we'll all come back here on Monday morning and we'll eagerly await your report on Monday. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. And follow the social media of the show, right? Because we have some fun yeah. stuff up there. I mean... To be honest, uh, college football, she's like, can you imagine 100,000 in the big house or the horseshoe or wherever they do get that big of crowds? I said, no, I can't imagine it. Because there were about 12,000 at FAU Stadium on Saturday, and it was ticking me off. She was like, oh, I think we can sneak in another episode of Justified before you go to the game. It's, as you know, walkable from my house, but I'm too lazy, and I drove the Jeep. And it took forever to get in there. And I'm like, pay 12,000 people. The stadium holds 30. It's been bad for a while, and it's going to take a while to get onto this team. But guess what? Tom Herman comes in here, gets a quarterback from Nebraska through the transfer portal. All of a sudden, they kick the crap out of Monmouth the other night, 42-20. Bob's your uncle. They're competitive yeah. again. That's a good thing. So we're going to take it. That's the point. It's like one-year contracts in the CFL and NHL, for that matter. It's a good thing. We'll be back. Uh, by the way, Corey Herman is to our final segment from the El Paso Rhinos. Looking forward to our chat with him. So Moose and I will return right after this. We are live on Game Plus TV. Key Radio, as the YouTube Live. We are back at it here on Game Plus and Key Radio. I'm just sports update ready to go. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read it now, guys. Before you, Chris Bassett will start for the Blue Jays tonight as they continue a three-game at Oakland. The Jays won Monday's opener 6-5 in 10. They're now a half game behind the Rangers for the third and final wild card spot of the American League. Meanwhile, Shohei Otani's agent says the Angels superstar is determined to continue career as both a pitcher and a hitter Otani recently tore a ligament in his pitching elbow the agent thinks Otani will need a procedure but says they're still gathering opinions on whether that should be Tommy John surgery or a non-surgical remedy Otani will continue 
keeping the Angels DH for the foreseeable future this season. Sports updates for Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment. Featuring their core five, Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Craft at Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale. Four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. Check them out. Common Crown Brewing, so happy to have them aboard. Moose is with us. I've made a slight adjustment, Moose. We are now hardwired. Serena thinks there might be a chance of... uh, I'm too far away from the router here. Who knows? How about that? Could be the case. It seems to be fine. So, uh, Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, Justified is so good. Love me some Raylan. You said you haven't watched anything of Justified. You know, if we made Justified's Moose, you would have no idea what we're talking about. Right over my head. Yeah. yeah. So... I said to Serena, who gets more women? Let's use that term. Tim Good Tebow idea. or Raylan Givens? U.S. Deputy Marshal Raylan Givens. Just to give you an idea of what he's all about. It's basically, yeah. I think I tell you, it's Ray Donovan meets Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, you did. I give you an idea. Yeah. Netflix or what? what's it You're on? Just, yeah, it's on, it's on uh, for us, it's on Hulu. You got that? Okay, it's on uh, Crave, I think, then in Canada. Crave in Canada, yeah. I bet. Paul Jefferson writes in and he says, I watched the Humboldt Broncos green and gold game at the EPA and then came home to watch the Riders' overtime win over the Bombers. Sunday was a good day. Listen, let me get back to the comments here. <laughs> Here's how bad my eyesight is. Number one, Allie's writing in talking about how hot Raylan Givens is, and I'm, it makes me slightly uncomfortable. I was driving around downtown Boca this morning. As you know, you saw my photos and stuff where I was. Yeah. There's a sports bar down there. Downtown Boca, which we don't go to a lot. It's not that far away, but we don't get down there. It, was, it looked like Hunk's Sports Bar. A tree with hunks underneath. I'm like, why would anybody, why would any guys want to go to that that aren't into hunks? You know? Yeah. And then I got a little closer. It's High Jinks Sports Bar. <laughs> not even joking. Bottom. Hunks, High Jinks. Yeah. Not a true story. Regarding the Labor Day collapse, you look it up. That's the area. Go look up on your maps. That's where I was this morning. Plotting world domination. Yeah. Carson writes in, he's in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, regarding the Labor Day Classic weekend of the CFL. And he says, Dola Gala is the real deal. Riders will win this week, 28 24. Still be crying about the headbutt in Winnipeg. Uh, I guess that's kind of my point if we can look at this objectively. And by the way, people, you can say the most meanest things to me. It doesn't bother me anymore. It used to bother me. It doesn't anymore. Winnipeg, you got beat by a third-string quarterback. That should be embarrassing. But Dolagala did play very well. Is he the real deal? And when I say the real deal, Darren, I mean, is he a guy that could be a franchise guy in the Canadian Football League, six foot seven, Jake Delagala. I'm not sure, but he's playing pretty well right now. I've got to give the guy credit. He's playing pretty well. I think we still have to be patient um, because you look at Jake Mayer in Calgary. They touted him as the next guy. It's been a little slow to get started. It's going to take some time. Dustin Crum in Ottawa, similar. Um, but he's got the tools. I mean, being as big and tall as he is and the arm strength that he has, is great. He seems to have leadership skills. Like people seem to like him in that huddle and in that on that sideline. And he's got a personality. We saw him do the post game interview, all bent over at the waist um, to talk to Britt Dort. Like that was fun. And he's got personality. We need our quarterbacks to have a little personality in our stars. So he has the tools, but we need to be patient. You can't anoint him after just a few games. I appreciate chiming in. Uh, the Hockey Club podcast. 
Gary Patterson, former Regina Pat, the sizzler. He writes and he says, don't forget to hype up the official college football team of the RP show, the Florida State Seminoles. Huge win against number five LSU Tigers. You're in Florida, Rod, not Alabama. Go Knowles. Uh, yeah. And by the way, Sizzler, which you'll offer to me, we're going to be coming through that area at Christmas. So uh, have your phone on. You have my digits. That's up in the Texas Panhandle, Moose. We're planning a uh, pretty exciting Christmas, New Year's holiday. It was through there. If you remember last year, we went through South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia. It was. Um, Scott M. writes and he says, Dolagala reminds me of a young Tom Brady. Rich, number one, just stop. Let's. And number two, I was at Macy's yesterday. You have to understand what it's like here in yeah. South Florida. Like America loves football, but South Florida, it's so far and away, number one. I was buying, I went down to buy some Nespresso coffee pods. You know, the Theo special coffee mousse? Yes. And Bloomingdale's doesn't sell them anymore. They're like, as of last January, we don't sell those anymore. And I'm like, well, that's. Well, I'll grab some of these t-shirts, some of which I'll be debuting on the air. I had a Dolphins dry fit t-shirt, a Buccaneers dry fit t-shirt. I'm throwing them down on the counter. And this lady behind the counter, older Italian lady, think Sophia Loren. Patty, you hearing me? And yeah. she's like, oh, she's like Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. And I said, no, no, he is retired. He's in a retirement home down here somewhere. And she's like, I don't think so. Like, basically, she'd take a run at Tom Brady if the situation yeah. presented itself. You know what I mean? And she had to <laughs> yeah. be, she had to be in her 60s. But, and then I was wearing a Cowboys thing. She, she's like, football season right around the corner. Well, I was right. Right around the corner, right? She's speaking in that Italian thing. And I was just, like I say, if Tom Brady would have come around the corner, I would have had the cash register all to myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, oh, that's incredible. We Corey Herman, ready to rock? Clark, what's the sitch? Okay, most we're going to... We're going to let you go, no matter what. we got to run. But, hey, great job today. Uh, have a great RP Show day, and uh, we'll chat I at will. you later. You bet. See ya. We anticipate a special guest coming up after this. If not, we'll get through it with audience takeover in overtime for Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast, and YouTube Live. Let's clap everybody for Overtime, proudly presented by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, 28th Street Northeast, where skill and fun collide, or as I like to call it, an amusement park for hockey players. Uh, follow them on social media, by the way, Overtime HL. For sure, that's what it is on Twitter. Go look them up on Instagram. I said they have a synthetic ice there. It's <laughs> kind of funny. First time I walked in there. Kevin the Medium. Where is Kevin the Medium, by the way? He was look at that steak ice. I'm like, I seen it, Kev. It's been around for a week. Not that it isn't cool, but so yeah, they were open all weekend. Looked like they were very busy. We don't have Corey Herman yet, and doesn't sound like he's going to be trying. Gotcha. Okay. Corey Herman, El Paso Rhinos, North American Hockey League will be with us shortly. Anyways, um, from the text line, 902-518-3033. This is not disturbing, but it's an inside joke. Buffalo Bill writes in from North Dakota. He says, Buffalo Bill is looking for women. You're very... You're looking for women and you're watching the show. You came to the wrong place. And I'll say Jason, but so Jason in uh, Winnipeg writes in, 
EMJ Marketing text line. He says, hey, Rod, Winnipeg didn't play up to their part, so hats off to Saskatchewan with the Bombers are going to come out swinging at the Banjo Bowl. Go Blue, signs, uh, sign Jason. And the poll question for Keanu Group today is, what do you think about the suspension for Pete Robertson and the Rough Riders for headbutting the quarterback? One-game suspension in the Labor Day Classic. Just right, not enough, or too harsh. And the majority is just right. Okay, we got him now. We are going to, I believe, El Paso, Texas. Corey Herman joining us from the El Paso Rhinos. Looks like he's wandering around down there. CEO of the Rhinos. How you doing, Corey? Good, good. How are you doing? Dude, I'm very well, man. Good to talk to you. I got to, just for the audience's sake, he's from Duval, Saskatchewan. I might have driven by it once in my life. On the highway between Govan and Strasburg, right, Corey? Does it does it still exist? Yes, sir. Yeah, oh yeah, it just it still exists. I mean, we just got home. We're we're back home in Duval for uh, about ten days. We're out there, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's it's actually. I think it gained a couple people. I think we're almost at a hundred people there. <laughs> the booming metropolis. Okay, so tell me, what does the CEO of the El Paso of the the North American Hockey League do at this time of year here in the first winter? Uh, well, you know, during the summer, we, you know, we just get, a, you know, everything ready to go, you know, the rank ready to go. Like, we also run the arena here, so we run all the, like, the youth hockey, adult hockey, you know, all that, all that fun stuff at the rink. And then, um, you know, and then we're just getting ready for the season. Like, all our guys, the coaching staff, the scouts, they're all, you know, recruiting our players and, and the guys moved into town about uh, about a week ago and we're getting ready to hop on the bus and go to uh, Colorado for our first game on Friday. Oh, wow. So you're at it. Listen, <laughs> good friend of mine by the name of Joe Dominey used to be the radio guy down there in El Paso. Do you know Joe? Is he still kicking around? Joe Dominey? No, I, I, no, I don't think so. No, I haven't. I don't think so. Um, I haven't heard yep, of him. That's fine. But... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll be looking him up later to see where uh, where he's at now. But you know those minor uh, radio guys. So tell me about the history of hockey in El Paso, if you don't mind, Korea. Corey, I know you've been around there for a while. So I came down here. I, I played for U of R. I played in the Saskatchewan League, and then uh, I played I played at U of R. And then um, I uh, I moved down here to El Paso in. Uh, was it nine, in 1999? I played. They used to have a team in the in the Western Professional Hockey League. I, uh, you know, I played with them in 99, 2000, and uh, and then I got hurt, and I basically um, kind of took over their youth hockey program, and uh, you know, took over the youth hockey program and and uh, grew that, and then um, you know, we the Buzzards left. I think it was in like 2002. And, uh, you know, we moved into, um, uh, it's called, it was an old equestrian center. We transformed it into a rink. So, you know, we get about 2,800 people in there. And then, you know, we didn't really have anything to kind of grow the sport. So we, we uh, looked at bringing uh, a junior hockey team here. We brought the Rhinos here in 2005, played out of the Western States Hockey League for, I think it was uh, about 12, 12 years out of that league. And then during COVID, we bought the franchise to move. We always wanted to be a part of the North American Hockey League. North American Hockey League is one of the best. Um, it's you know one of the best uh, junior hockey leagues in in the states, and um, so we ended up buying the franchise there. And now we now we play on the North American Hockey League. Sounds good. Well, talk about where are all your players from, man? That would be uh, quite a trip because I know what hockey is like here in South Florida and Texas. It's a little more advanced, but you're not dealing with twenty local players. No, so our players come from, you know, all over the, well, we get six imports. So we have, you know, we have some guys from Europe, we've got, got some players from Canada. Um, but the the bulk of our players are, you know, all over, all over the United States, you know, Minnesota, you know, up in there and, and uh, stuff. So yeah, we recruit them, um, you know, from everywhere. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, um, I think this year, the North American Hockey League, I think we surpassed 300 division one commitments out of our out of our league so it's a it's a very good league um and uh you know gets a ton of division one commitments out of here so what's the outlook for the rhinos this year well you know um 
I, I honestly, I think it's uh, it's looking pretty good. Um, you know, like we, this is our third, our third, our third season, um, and uh, you know, our co- our two coaches do a, an unbelievable job, and and uh, by the looks of it now, like it's looking good. You know, we're super excited, and uh, we've got a hardworking team, and uh, and uh, we're excited. Well, I'll tell you what, I uh, follow you guys. I don't, those must be some killer, killer road trips. So we'll be pulling for you. Great to hear that things are going so well for a Sask boy. Anything else before we let you go, Corey? No, I just uh, watched that Ryder game on Sunday. Well, that was a heck, heck of a game. That was an awesome game. So, uh, yeah, we cheer on the Riders they're, down here. Yeah. That's for sure. They're, they're the greatest game in the new stadium ever, which it's only been open since 2017. But yeah, it was BC work certainly doesn't hurt. Well, Corey, thanks luck with the season. Let's do it again if you don't mind. Absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Corey Herman, you betcha. The CEO of the El Paso Rhinos, North America. I'm just looking at their home schedule here. Jackalopes, Texas Roadrunners, New Mexico Weiss Wolves, Texas Brahmas, Anglers. Get follow on uh, Twitter, the, the uh, El Paso. It's been quite a day. We'll see you back. Who's going to be with us? I'm going on with him in 20 minutes. Time to talk Banjo Bowl and Labor Day Classic. Thanks to Bubba and O'Neill, our entire crew. See you tomorrow. Here it is, noon Eastern here on Game Plus. And- Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.